0: In health and well being, with different perspectives, to bring you a variety of tips and tricks for feeling your best and living a full, healthy life. Let's get started. Hey, everyone, it is Sunday. I'm recording the intro before the episode goes live tomorrow morning. So I'm a day early in the in the recording of the intro here and I am just, I, my heart is full. We just took Weiland to the pumpkin patch and there was a petting zoo there, which I was hoping that there was. And he loved it. He went and he pet every single goat and then he fed this llama the hay from the ground and the llama was just chomping it up. But he tried to like first like, hold its face and then feed it. It was so cute. (laughs) So it was nice to get out and to just kind of do something other than work and, you know, being productive all the time. It was good to just get out and just be in the moment and have that enjoyable little adventure. We took him on the little train that went around and he was so happy. And then he played in this hay maze and he just had so much fun. It was so cute. Um. so now I am home and back to work, uh, but this episode is really cool, so Megan is someone who I heard speaking on the expanded podcast with Lacey Phillips, so Megan and I both um, participate in the Pathway membership, which is the 2B Magnetic um, membership that Lacey Phillips has Phillips has created, which is about um, reprogramming your neural pathways and manifestation. It's really interesting stuff. So, I heard Megan speaking on that podcast and I was just so intrigued and I really related to a lot of the things that she was saying. And I thought she would be a great guest, and she certainly was. So, um, she talks about how she manifested a move out of state. She's moved um, from San Francisco to um, Colorado, but she is actually originally from Florida, which is funny because I always find that I connect with, um, East coasters originally. So it is a small world. Um, And, uh, you'll also hear how she transitioned from a lot of toxic habits in a corporate job to eventually owning her own dream storefront and living a more true life. So now she lives with her fiance, um, out in Colorado with their dogs and they're planning a wedding and she owns her own store. So she's got a storefront with plants and, and hopefully, um, an online presence soon. Um, So she talks about how she's, you know, kind of wavering back and forth between the brick and mortar versus online and what it's like to kind of go through that entrepreneurial process and pivot. You know, you may have a plan in mind and, and go to execute that plan. And then, things change. Maybe you change your mind or maybe you um, find that you're more called and more aligned to a different path. So we talk a lot about that. And she's just so open and just down to earth and so chill. And I just love this conversation. So I hope you do too. Here we go. Okay. So thank you so much for being here. Good morning. Thank you for doing this early as well. And it's so... I think this is so cool because you and I have never, like this is the first time we're actually meeting, but I feel like I know so much about you already because you were on the To Be Magnetic podcast recently and I have just really kind of dove into um, a lot of that work through Lacey and, and the podcast and the workshops and the pathway membership and all of that good stuff. And there was something just about you know the way that you were speaking about kind of things that have happened in your life and the way that you've opened up to you know this way of manifesting and really kind of allowing the universe to um to show you what you need to see. And I just resonated with so much of it and I was like, I need more time with
1: her. I need that to make me today. so happy. It was it was crazy doing that podcast. I was like really nervous. I think it was the first time ever really sharing my my story. Yeah. Um and you know everyone's story is different. So it's like hard to put your story out there without knowing how to be received. And the feedback I got was like incredible. Like I just couldn't believe it. Like it just made me feel so, uh, like validated in a sense, which, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you can say all you want, like, Oh, I don't need to feel validated as long as I validate within myself, which is absolutely true. But that outside validation just revalidates that inner validation that you're already having. So it's like a really good feeling. And, um, Yeah, just so many people have reached out to me through podcasts like you and just being able to connect with so many more people and open so many more doors Mm -hmm, and just like meet conscious women or conscious people who want to grow and evolve. And I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to create a community, whether it's virtual wherever, but to have a community like The Pathway and outside of that too, meeting all these people and to have this community of like minded people that you can like share experiences with Mm -hmm. and stuff.
0: And it's so interesting too.
1: I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like I'm always surprised
0: when I meet people who think the way that I do. And I'm like, oh, this isn't that like far out there. There are so many other people that have kind of similar mindsets and believe, you know, that there, you can manifest a a life that you, you know, desire and the things that you want and what you deserve. And, and it's always so fun to meet other people who also feel that way. You're like, oh, this is, this is real this is a thing yeah
1: and I think like when you're first at least for me when I was like first starting the work there wasn't many people in that like I didn't Mm -hmm. have any close people in that like same realm Mm -hmm. as me so it was like I kind of felt like I had like keep all that in I couldn't Mm -hmm. really express or share a lot of it because a lot of people were like oh she's woody woo and she's out there and you know talk about like waking up and I'll talk about like expanders and reprogramming. And people were like, "What is she talking about? Right? And then I'll have to like break it down to them, or they started doing the TBM work. and then they were like, "Oh, okay. And like my partner, for example, she um she doesn't really do any of the work or anything, but I think in seeing me be able to like manifest all these things, she's like, "Oh, like something's going on there." And she yeah. hasn't dove into it herself or anything, which is fine because she respects my practices and, Encourages them, and that's all I really need. I don't need her to be on the same spiritual level as me. Right. I just need her to support and respect mine. Yeah. Um. But it's crazy because even she's like, like what the hell, you know? And like, <laughs> and I think manifest these days is like such a huge term that's like kind of thrown around very loosely. Like, I'll have people come up to me in the store and like, I want to manifest love, and I'm like, it's <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Like, what crystal can I get? Or like, yeah. what? Like, what? And like, um it doesn't really work like that and it's like hard to you can't break it down in a matter of five minutes right what you need to do but um just having more people interested like yeah such a a big thing now that it's like good and bad but I think if people are really serious about it then that's amazing and it's just going to create this whole community and this wider range of conscious people who are evolving and changing and want the best for everyone and themselves which I think is could be super powerful for like the world.
0: Yeah, it's that collect- that collective consciousness. I mm. think is so powerful, and that kind of leads me to my my first question for you is that, um, you know, you talk about co creating with the universe. What what does that mean to you? Because, like you said, manifestation is not just wishing for a million dollars and it falls into your lap. There's work that goes into that manifestation. Right. So, what does that co creation? What does that mean to you?
1: I like just journaled about this before you asked about oh, before, love it. before the podcast. But um it's basically like working with the universe to create the life you want, right? So it's like you can't just say you want a million dollars or you want love or you want a new job and then just sit at home or sit at your nine to five and do absolutely nothing. It's like, how are you gonna find love? How are you gonna find a new job? How are you gonna get a million dollars if you're not Actually doing anything, so it's being actionable and taking actionable steps. So for me, I am trying to manifest like a million dollars right now, Mm -hmm. and like that doesn't have to happen right now. That could happen in three years. That could happen in two years. That happen in six months. Who the hell knows? But it's educating myself. So reading a lot of like wealth and um, finance books, um, getting on like a budget, getting you know just getting like my understanding money, how money works, and like the relationship with money um I don't have a great relationship with money so you know it's diving into those things and taking the actionable steps so that I have space for this manifestation when it comes because if I got a million dollars tomorrow would I be ready for it absolutely not I would have no yeah. idea what to fucking do yeah you know so it's like yeah. Like if you ask we're calling in love right or like a relationship and you get this amazing partner but then you're not healed or you're not, not that you are not have to be fully healed but you're not ready for it you don't have the space for it then like ultimately that's not going to be a great relationship because you're probably you're not ready for it you don't have the space for it so it's just like making sure that like you're in alignment with what you're trying to call in mm-hmm. so making sure that your you what action steps you're taking are aligned with what you're calling in and then taking those steps and then let, leaving the rest of it to the universe the when the how the what the why all of that like same thing when i manifested in my store i knew i wanted a store so I started, I met with a couple of realtors, started looking at spaces out here in Colorado Springs and nothing felt like a hell yes. Like nothing was like, <gasps> like, so I just was like, honestly, I was just like, I, I remember like walking home from one one day cause we didn't have a car yet. So I was just like walking downtown cause I was looking downtown areas and I was like walking home and I was just like, I, like, I think I was voice noting my sister or someone and I was just like, it was, it was cute, but like, I don't know just didn't feel like a hell yes to me. So yes. I was like, it is what it is. Um, when the right when i'm supposed to have a space the space will appear type right. of thing like clearly i'm not ready for that yet and this was back in like march so imagine if i had gotten the manifestation in march i would again have been ready for that mm-hmm. so i just didn't find anything and i was just like you know what when the right space is available and i'm ready it'll be presented to me yeah. but until then i'm just surrendering and that's like the hardest part is like surrendering yeah. it was took me forever to learn like what that meant and like how to do it. And still I struggle with that to this day. It's like a practice, yeah. but just like leaving the rest to the universe, be like, okay, when I'm supposed to, I'm putting the action out there, right. I'm showing that this is what I want. I'm doing the necessary things. I'm being proactive. I'm looking at like, if you want a job, are you looking at looking up jobs? Are you mm-hmm. going and dropping your resume off places? Are you networking? Are you doing the things that you should be doing to put yourself out there to show the universe that like, Hey, I want this and I'm working for this. Like give me something. Type yeah. Of thing. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that's what co-creating means to me, and then like leaving the rest up to the universe. Like when when it's supposed to happen, it'll happen. Just make sure you're in alignment and you're constantly working on it, so that when it does come, you're never really ready, but you're ready. Yeah. and you can recognize it because right. if you're not co-creating
0: and you're not doing your piece, you may not see it, or you yeah. you know mistakenly kind of settle, which we would call a test. But you know, um.
1: Yeah, I think that happens like, so often. Yeah, it would be like me taking a, a place that I thought was okay mm-hmm. for my store. That was like yeah. two thousand dollars in rent, and then like I'm, I I, I would fail. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like that's that's probably what would have happened because I wasn't ready. Yeah. I I settled for a spot instead of really waiting for for the right thing for me. Yeah. And, I think that's hard I think a lot of people struggle with that I know I did was like you want something so bad and this happened to me during the TBM work I was trying to manifest a dog so bad Mm. and I was so desperate I was like literally on like five or six different like adoption pages every single day sending my partner dogs and um, we ended up adopting one from Craigslist and brought her home and she was just super aggressive and really badly abused and we didn't know that like so we brought her home and we we're like oh maybe she's just you know adjusting getting used to things like whatever whatever uh, and we took her to go get spayed and they had to like put the whole building on code red that's how aggressive she so no one allowed in no one allowed out until oh. she got in and they basically found a bunch of bb gun pellets like in her stomach so she was being really badly abused but that's just an example i'm so happy that we were able to save her from that environment and then yeah. her ourselves mm-hmm. but oh my god for that two months I didn't think me and my partner were gonna make it through mm. together. Like we were just constantly because neither of us could have any peace in the house. Yeah, she was, like not with us, but we had roommates. So if the roommates yeah. came home or anything, she would like shake her cage and like it was just really really bad. So yeah. that's an example of settling or not right. waiting for the right thing to come in. And I got my manifestation. I had this dog. Yeah, but it wasn't the right dog for us. Again, yeah. I'm happy we were able to like rehome her and give her the life she deserved. But we were desperate. I was desperate. Yeah.
0: You were willing to take anything that came Mm -hmm. your way. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I think people do that with
0: like work too. Like, oh yeah. They're so desperate to get out of the job that they're in that they don't like that they'll take anything that comes their way. That's just a different job without kind of getting clear on what they're looking for in a job, what their values are, what they're, you know, priorities are and mm-hmm. what the culture is like and what the workload looks like I think sometimes people just get so or even in relationships like so quick to get out of one that they'll jump into the next yes. one without realigning and and you just go through this pattern in this cycle
1: that's what um, it is it's it's patterning that you haven't really got to the root of and like yeah. healed and you know just worked on so instead of sitting there and doing the inner work you're just jumping mm-hmm. and thinking that by jumping and like getting, that's what was happening with me, with my new job. Like I had so many jobs living in San Francisco, like so many different jobs. That I just thought like, oh, next job would be better. Next job will be mm-hmm. better, next job will be better. And it wasn't because I wasn't doing the inner work. I wasn't breaking that pattern and that cycle that was showing up, but I couldn't mm-hmm. see it either until I started doing the inner work. And I was like, oh my God, this is like, <laughs> this is what it is. And it was basically just like a dynamic for me and my father that was playing out in all my work relationships and like it was basically like this authority figure i was searching for validation through or Mm -hmm. i was tying my job title to my self-worth way too much That i thought once i have this title right i'll have everything or Mm -hmm. i'll be more respected or be validated or i'll be seen and you know xyz and like that wasn't the case it was a lot of inner work that i had to do to be like who fucking cares what i do for a living as long as i'm happy and it and it checks on my boxes, freedom of time. I make the money I want. I have the time to do what I want. You know, it's a good work, a good work environment. Nothing else really matters. What's a a job title. If you can pay your bills at the end of the day, support yourself.
0: Right. Do you feel like your boxes, you had the wrong boxes before. So you were trying to check boxes for your father's kind of praise instead of the boxes that you actually now look for, you know, to fill.
1: Yeah. I think, um, I got I was stuck in a lot of to me like dead end jobs living in mm-hmm. San Francisco because I just needed to pay my bills.
0: Mm-hmm. San
1: Francisco is so expensive that yeah. um, I was just doing I worked like two, three jobs all the time. And so I was just like in a lot of uh, like industry related jobs, doing catering mm-hmm. and doing like bartending. And I was really stuck in a bad cycle with the bartending. I was drinking a lot, doing a lot of drugs, eating mm-hmm. horrible. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I can't keep doing this, but I didn't know how to get out of it. And then I got um, got out of that for a little while and had like little side jobs doing like delivering lunches to corporate places, like things like that, that I fucking hated. But I was yeah. just like, I need to pay the bills. Yeah. Um, And then I got the job at Walmart as a contractor, and I thought it would be, like, great, and it was the best I've ever been paid, but the work environment was so toxic, and it was just, like, meetings all day, meetings all day, and behind a computer all day, and I just didn't realize how unhappy I was there, because I had friends inside work, right? So, like, you think that, like, oh, you're happy, you're having fun, but, like, right? I wasn't it's not being stimulated. yeah I wasn't being stimulated. I wasn't really being I was being challenged but not in the way that I wanted to be challenged. Right. Yeah. So then I ended up getting let go of that job. They uh, ended my contract which I was like super shocked about because in my department I was like not the head but I was like the one that took on everything. Like I was yeah. I made myself a leader and within like my group people. Yeah. And I was just like I don't understand. So when I got let go, I was in the office, and I knew. So funny intuition. I knew I was getting fired that day. I don't know how or why. Yeah. I just had this weird anxiety, and I was like crying at work. And everyone's like, "What?" Time? I was like, "I'm gonna get fired." And they're like, "No, you're not. Like, there's no way you can get fired. Like, what are they gonna do if you do?" And I was like, "I'm telling you, something doesn't feel right." Yeah. And my boss ended up calling me into the office, and was like, "Hey, what time are you leaving today?" And I was like, "Same time as always." Like. 5 5 he's like okay make sure you come see me before you go and I was like oh this is it I remember calling my partner being like I think I'm gonna get let go today and she's like why would you say that and she's like why and I was like I don't I don't know like like logically it made no sense to anyone mm-hmm. but you had that gut feeling. I had this really weird anxiety and I was crying and I was just like what the fuck is going on yeah. and I went to his office before I left and sure enough they were like we're ending your contract or not we're renewing it and I was like can I ask you like why and they were just like um We just feel like you're making mistakes and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, can you tell me what mistakes I've made? Because I have not been told any of these mistakes. So how was I supposed to know that I was making mistakes and fix them if I wasn't being told about them? And he just like had nothing to say. He was just like, well, it's over with kind of thing I was like you're full of bullshit and I think it's because I challenged him a lot I just always have been that type of person that just because you say something doesn't mean that's the right answer yeah and I don't mean that like disrespectfully or anything but clearly I think I triggered him in a way yeah and then I took time to figure out what I wanted to do started working at the plant store that job became super super toxic so it's just been like a process and yeah um Even now with the manifestation of the store, I'm still really struggling. I wake up a lot crying and just, just it's, it's hard being like an entrepreneur. Yeah. But you you feel like
0: you are in alignment with your, you know, authentic self, even though it's hard and challenging, it's challenging in the right ways.
1: Yes. I think it's just challenging, um, opening up your own store in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. In a new city that I haven't even been here for a year, so it's like yeah. I don't have a lot of connections or networks yet to like be like, oh my god, I just opened. If I opened up in San Francisco, Florida, it'd be way different because I grew up in these places, so the connections I have and the people I know, I spent six years developing that in San Francisco. I spent right. twenty-two years developing that in in uh, yeah. Florida, so it's just it's just hard and to struggle, and I didn't think it was gonna be this much of a struggle, and so it's just like going back and not going back to going back to like to my reprogramming and yeah. what where's this like lack mentality coming from and you know just going back and doing all that because even when you get your manifestation doesn't mean the work's gonna stop right If anything more shit comes up Right. You know. And <laughs> yes. that's what I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> yes.
0: And then you're like, Wow, okay, well, I'm glad I have the tools to deal with this because mm-hmm. if I had known and it's funny because, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? If we knew, like we probably wouldn't take some of the steps we take, which is why it's good that we don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, starting your own business is you know, it, it always looks beautiful on Instagram and when you're discussing it with others but in the day-to-day it can be really hard waking up really I think hard. the unknown you know mm-hmm. when you are working for another company you know what to expect when you go in every day you know who's there you know what their personalities are
1: like you know when you're getting paid was just you have so your funny. own
0: business you're co-creating with the universe
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you have no idea when you get paid it could be I can go a whole week without a single sale and I have one good day
0: I'm yeah okay, I just made
1: my rent Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, (laughs) it's so. And you trust. You have that trust. It's again, it's like a process. Like, I have the trust, but then there's my moments, like, I'm human. There's moments where, like, all this big, I can't do this anymore. And my partner will be like, Megan, you can't. She's like, what did you expect? And I'm like, I'm a little naive. I'm very much like a big dreamer. Yeah. I was like, I thought I'd open this and I'd be successful. I jumped off the cliff. Come on. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't work (laughs) like that. And I'm like, she's like it hasn't even been two months she's like give it some time I'm like oh my god it's only been two months yeah. <laughs> you know it's, and so it's just showing up every single day for yourself yeah and for what make what makes you happy but then also like what I'm kind of going through right now is um I ended up taking the day off yesterday because I just woke up and I was just crying and very like I've been very like emotional too so I'm just trying to like sit with myself and like honor that that time yeah and I was like you know what I'm not gonna go in today I went like on a three mile walk got outside and then went to a coffee shop sat down and like journaled and I was just like this is what I need today yeah and it's it's that balance as well as that like you know in in life in general that you have to like pour into yourself to be able to pour into others and to pour into your business and to pour into anything else so I was like either I go to the shop today and I'm not happy and I'm there and people come in and I'm not giving off the energy yeah. I want. Yeah. And they're going to pick up on that. Yeah. Or I take the day and I stay home and I focus on myself. And then I show up tomorrow and I and I, I feel better. Yeah. So it's just it's just a continuous I think process of like yeah. balancing that, making sure that you're always pouring into yourself and yeah. you know. And
0: that's so underrated. I love that you brought up that point about listening to your own intuition and giving yourself what you need in that moment because so many people feel like, you know, it would be a a letdown or frowned upon to take that day off or to, you know, um, kind of recenter yourself Mm -hmm. and it is so powerful in the long run. So yes, in the day-to-day, like maybe you had to cancel on somebody, but over the course of the next few days, weeks, months, like you have recentered your energy, you've given yourself what you needed so that you can then give back in the right way. Because you're right, your your emotional wake when you walked into the store yesterday would have been like, mm, not the best. And then people mm-hmm. would have felt that energy and then your clients would have felt that energy. And instead you gave yourself what you needed in that moment and it served you in, in just such a positive way. And
1: I think that's so yeah, important. And I actually was going to post like a, a video on it yesterday, but I didn't have a chance to, but um, I like recorded a video and I was just like saying the same thing. It's such a toxic stigma that yeah. you have to struggle in order to be successful or that you yeah. have to work your ass off and be burnt out in order to be successful. i like, again, I'm very, I don't know if it's Gemini in me, but I'm always very, I I like to question everything. Like why, why why do I have to work 40 plus hours a week? Right. To be successful. I don't. I mean, right now as an entrepreneur, I definitely do, but you know, in in a regular job or, you know, why do I have to burn myself out in my, in my business in order to be successful? And that's, what's happening to me. I'm a one woman show and I'm doing pop-ups. I'm at the store. I'm, you know, doing inventory. I'm doing budgeting. I'm trying to learn about budgeting. I'm doing, mm-hmm. trying to network. I'm doing all these things, and then I also have a side job. I work at the yeah. restaurant still, and yeah. you know, I've really been tested in money the past couple of months because I've really been trying to call in success and money. And yeah. I had to deplete my savings last month in order to pay my personal rent because I gave up a bunch of shifts at the restaurant to be at the business. Right. So then this month, I've been picking up a bunch of shifts and I'm just burning myself out. So yesterday I was like, no, you need to stay home. You Mm -hmm. need to like, but it's so hard because there there is this stigma and and just I think in the work world in general, whether it's entrepreneurship or not, that you have to work hard and you have to show up every day. But I'm like, I have to show up every day for myself. And in turn, everything's connected. Yes, I love that. It's so hard. It was so hard for me to do yesterday, but I was just like, you know what? I just need to do this. I I was gonna need to just have a day. It was a beautiful fall day. I was like, I just need to do this for myself, and yeah, I felt guilty about it, but I felt less guilty by the time the day was over. Right, right. You know, yeah. But it's It's just it's such a toxic, toxic like work. Um, I don't know the word for, but just work culture.
0: It is. It really is. And I think that I I, I love your approach of questioning, you know, does it have to be this way? If this doesn't Mm -hmm. work for me, how can I change this? You know, and I think so many people are afraid to do that. And also to remember that if you're feeling burnt out, it, it. the solution is not to go harder, it's to scale back. And I think people forget that yeah. you create space and you create time and you find you know, inspiration in different things and creativity in different areas when you pause, when
1: mm-hmm. you
0: stop, when you slow down. And I think so many of us feel like we need to do the complete opposite. You need to go harder, you need to go faster, you need to go longer, yeah. you need to sleep less, you need to work more. And it really has the opposite effect and it yeah there was like taking a,
1: that pause a bunch of guilt that comes with it that I was like if I don't show up every single day for my business mm. how am I going to be successful and like that's the thoughts that I have I'm like if I'm yeah. not there at the store every single day how are people going to be able to know that I'm there how are people going to be able to make a, like how am I going to be able to make a sale all these things how am I supposed to make yeah. money how am I supposed to pay my bills and it's just like this constant like patterning and loop that you're like yeah if I am not putting in the work then I can't be successful and that's not true putting in the work to yourself like I said it's gonna all snowball into everything else do you think that that mentality was picked up just
0: as a child like the culture you know the work ethic that your parents instilled in you that you have to show up every day like there's no time for yourself you show up it's just what you do
1: my parents instilled in us that's from a very young age like work ethic i started working at 14 years old yeah um and you didn't call off of work unless right. you were dying my parents yeah. are also nurses so they're very like if, if you're, you're not fine under, <laughs> yeah if you're not on your <laughs> deathbed you're fine like i remember being in high school and having like when i got my period having like horrible like menstrual cramps like to the point yeah. that i would like faint sometimes mm. like on the toilet and stuff oh my and gosh ibuprofen would be like take one every hour and send me to school oh mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was very like you don't like you don't call out you know right. that you show up every day and I think just in general I think that's just like most not everyone has that work ethic but I'm pretty sure that like that's a lot of like just the culture and society yeah. in general is like it is you don't call out you don't yeah. you don't take care of yourself first you go to work you pay your bills and then you, the leftover time you have is for yourself Right, and, right. Family or for whatever, and yeah, um, it's hard to try and break that. Yeah, because all that lack comes up for me at mm-hmm. least, and I'm like, okay, if I'm not trying to put my business today like, I'm not gonna be successful, and it's gonna right. take me longer to be successful, and like all of these thoughts come up, and I just have to like. I literally like journaled all the questions out yesterday. Like, where does this lat come from? Why do I feel this way? Like all these things that I have to go back. I didn't have the time to like answer those yesterday, but then I go back and I'll answer those questions or try to reprogram some of those. And yeah, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard to break that.
0: It is. And, but I think the most important aspect of that is recognizing that there is something to break, you know, so many people don't even realize that they have these patterns and these thought processes and, um, I think just, you know, getting honest with yourself and, and having that time to reflect, you, you, you start to realize where, you know, you can break some of these thought patterns and then you do the work. So I think just recognizing that is so important. And I also loved what you said when you were talking about journaling, just now you reminded me when you're doing like some of the, the DIs and things like that through TBM, you'll grab your journal and write down some of the things that you're thinking about. So again, you're not doing things the way that everybody's telling you to do it. You're kind of making it your own, which works for you. And I love that. So I, I really like this idea of like journaling your thoughts, journaling through you know questions that you have about your own self and the way that you think about money or work or relationships and I love that like you're inspiring me to go get some new notebooks like really (laughs) get serious about it because you've worked through so much yeah I
1: I know journaling's not for everyone but I'm a very um again like I don't know that's like my Gemini placements or what but I'm very communicative um Mm -hmm. to the point I want to talk about everything like yeah like made in I just like need to shut off for a minute. <laughs> even with yourself, <laughs> you got to yeah. talk about. <laughs> yeah, so journaling for me, if I can't talk or like I don't want to talk to someone, I can just get all my thoughts out and then like everything just kind of comes together and it gives me clarity. And it's the same thing um, talking out loud, like being able to have a conversation with someone and just not even asking them for advice, but just being like, can you hear me out? And after I spill everything, then being like, oh, well, this, this, and this, or whatever, and then it just brings so much more clarity because you're not keeping things in. You're allowing your mind to work through everything that it's feeling instead of just staying up there. Mm-hmm. You know, because what is that doing? Nothing, it's just staying there and it doesn't have an outlet. So it doesn't yeah. have anywhere to go. It doesn't have anywhere to go. So yeah. once I get it down on paper, a lot of the times, it's like a bad habit as well. Like I'll journal things and I'll journal things like I need to like ask myself these questions like about like my lack mindset and things like that and then I won't go back and do them because I'm like oh I got it out like it's all right good, right you know <laughs> yeah. but it's such it's always done wonders for me journaling has always helped me so much just find clarity and like what I'm seeking clarity and I actually did a um a uh, answers and clarity deep imagining um yeah. the other day and I didn't have I was waiting for my new journal to come in. So I just pulled out my notes on my phone and I just started journaling, you know, um, some stuff that was coming up for me. And I was just, you know, about my, my relationship with money that I was talking to you about. And mm-hmm. and I just like journaled everything, like uh, actionable steps that I need to take. And I was just like putting notes down whenever things came up for me. And then I pause usually the the DI. Mm-hmm. And then you're in a deep enough meditative state that you can hop back in, you yeah. know, and- and once you're already in that at least for me already in that like mindset like it's easy for me to drop back in because I'm still yeah you, you know, have to in it yeah. yeah so just like journaling a journal down actionable steps and it was really easy it was just like spending money on the things that like light me up and make me feel good are the things I'm spending money on a part of my authentic code mm-hmm. if not then why the hell am i spending money on them right you know just like things like that and going through that and then being like okay like these are my actionable steps so now when i'm spending my money you know, and I'm trying to build this respectful relationship because money and love go so hand in hand. Yeah. It's like money is energy. Love is energy. And I'm just giving it out willy nilly. Like I'm not right. respecting that. And I'm not, you know, so just trying to cultivate that relationship. All this came up for me. and I journaled it because once, at least for me, I found that I was doing the DIs. I would get these things that would pop up, like, mm-hmm. the, like what I'm writing down. And then by the time I finished a DI, I was in such a like, deep state that I would forget. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck I know shit came up for right. me, but I can't remember what came up <laughs> yeah. for me and so I just was like you know what I'm gonna come up journal and I'll just go back in and yeah. you know it doesn't have to be like a full sentence and sometimes it wouldn't be a full sentence it's just, just be like no mm-hmm, relationship with money and I'll yeah. go back in or like you know what I mean like money is energy And then I'll just go back in. and at the end I would just kind of journal about everything that came up and then like put pieces together kind of and that. it works and you know then after i get that like i said like i can go back and journal on everything that came up all the like one little words or whatever and like make sentences out of it and make sense out of it and get that clarity yeah. that i was looking and i for. think it almost gives you like a little bit of control over you know
0: letting go of that control so you're allowing the universe to come in do what it needs to do but you're you're kind of organizing those thoughts and those thought patterns, and you're creating a little bit of a structure around that that you can work with. And I think that gives you the tools and the action steps to work with your manifestation. So now you have something on paper where you can say, these are my action steps. This is where I, you know, when Mm -hmm. I'm living in alignment with my authentic code, this is when I'm not. And then you kind of, it's again, that like holistic picture, which I think is really, really cool. Um, There was something that I wanted to ask you. Um, Well, I guess, first of all, I should probably let everyone know that when we're talking about TVM and DI, so (laughs) I actually, I I first heard you speak on the To Be Magnetic podcast with Lacey Phillips, and it was um, Jessica, I believe, who was interviewing you. Um, So you've gone through the pathway, the workshops, um, they, we call them deep imaginings, the DIs, and they're basically, um, like semi-hypnotic meditative states where you can Mm -hmm. kind of go back through, you know, prior life and, and and, yeah, and pull up, you know, ingrained thought processes that are, that are creating limiting beliefs today. And you can go back and reprogram those and you've done, so you've done all of the workshops.
1: I have not, I've never done, um, love. Unblock okay. love, um, and i've started unblock money multiple times and i've never gotten through interesting mm-hmm. okay <laughs> but everything else i've done unblock no which i think is boundaries now i yeah, think yeah yeah um i did it a couple years ago so i think some of the stuff has changed like the title and stuff
0: yeah
1: i did unblock shadow a bunch of times um unblocking a child and then um i just really found that the deep imaginings after like after I found um, a trigger or a pattern or anything, um, I would just write it down and I would take that through like every single day almost and reprogram it instead of doing a workshop every day. because again, like the way she has it set up is for a reason. But if I had a pattern that come up, why am I gonna continue through, let's say, unblocking their child when I'm like, okay, here's my here's a pattern. Now I need to take that and we re- and spend my time reprogramming that because that's yeah. what's causing, you know, certain patterns in my life and cycles yeah. in my life. So, I just kind of again like made it my own and was like mm. this pattern is showing up. I need to reprogram this or mm. a trigger showing up. I need to reprogram this and until I felt that that wasn't a trigger anymore or I wasn't repeating that same pattern, then I'd be like, okay. I'm de- I-, I think I'm done with this for now. Yeah. And then maybe I'll go back to the workshop and then finish the workshop in full or whatever. But, um, I just felt that when I got these triggers and these, uh, patterns that came up and stuff that I really needed to like zero in on those. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You
0: kind of went in the direction that felt most natural to you. How do you think your life has changed since you have opened up to this new way of just kind of approaching your own limiting beliefs and your own self-worth. I know that like literally tangibly, you've got a store, you've got, you know, this business that you've worked so hard for, but in what other ways do you, can you look back now and see that there were like some
1: major shifts? Just my mindset and my perspective on life in general. Um, I had such a bad victim mentality before where like everything was happening to me everything was happening to me oh I got stuck at a red light being late to work a oh, fucking course I did right. you know what I mean like and right. that was my mindset like oh I went to the grocery store to buy something because I was craving it of course I don't fucking have it right you know like that for was- me mm-hmm. yeah and that was always always my pattern of thinking and so just like my whole mindset and perspective has changed and it's just really allowed me to like step back and to view everything as like a lesson or just Just be like, okay, if it's if I go to the grocery store and they don't have the ice cream I want, maybe I'm not supposed to have ice cream tonight.
0: Whatever, like. Or maybe you you find like your new favorite flavor that you didn't even know existed.
1: (laughs) It's just kind of like changing, change. It's just really changed the way I think. And instead of being victim to everything, it's like, no, I'm co-creating. Like, I have so much power to be able to do what I want, and it's just really changed my whole outlook on life and. Has allowed me to really just be not even content but happy with my life and happy where I am and again that's not every day I'm not I have my moments I'm really bad days and weeks and you know weeks where like I when I first opened my store I cried every single day for like two weeks like I'm human like I'm not you know what I mean but just then being able to be like okay I let myself like feel this way for two weeks and then pull myself out of it Mm -hmm. and then reframe again like like my way of thinking and my mindset and just being like, no, like this is a learning lesson. This is, everything's a lesson. Um, And you know, sometimes not everything is, but you can make everything a lesson and change your perspective. And that's just kind of what it did for me. It just really, really changed my outlook on life and like really helped me to see in a different light instead of being victim to everything in your life, because that's how I was living. I was one of those people who was just I didn't even know that I was like always angry. I wasn't. Yeah. I was like a happy person, but underneath it all, like yeah. you know, I was yeah. a an person. I was just like miserable in life, constantly struggling. Yeah, um, coping and numbing with like drinking, and you know, just mm-hmm. never sitting still and spending time by myself and mm-hmm. things like that. And it's hard. Like all these things are hard: sitting with your feelings and re- going into these deep places inner places like where you find all these traumas and you know patterns and cycles is hard but it's so much more worth it when you're on the other side of it and yeah. you can see how much your life has changed it's hard in the moment to see it yeah but big picture you look back and you're like holy shit so much has changed I've changed so much yeah and you just like learn to be really grateful for that instead I
0: love that that yeah. is beautiful I love yeah. that and it's interesting because your mindset changes from victim mentality to more of like an abundance and a an and empowered perspective when your circumstances don't really change, but your mm. mindset changes and therefore the outcome of those circumstances changes. So you mm. really do have the power. And I find, you know, a lot of times with um, like some of the clients that I work with in my health coaching business, There is that ingrained sense of, well, everything I do, it doesn't work for me. Like Mm -hmm. I do cardio, I I eat well, I do this, I do that, and I just can't lose weight, or I just don't have energy. So I'm I'm just this is just how I am, you
1: Mm -hmm. know, like I'm
0: just I can't do those things. And there's so much power behind shifting that mentality, you know? And sometimes they can even continue doing the same things they were doing before and they'll start to lose that weight and they'll start to gain more energy and more clarity and more zest for life just by shifting
1: their mental
0: perspective from that, like, poor me, nothing works. I can't do any of this. Um, Things always get in the way, you know, when I get on the right track, then, you know, this happens or that happens. And and those are all opportunities for growth. Mm -hmm.
1: To me, it's, um, i don't mean this obviously offensively but to me it's excuses Uh the inner work is so hard and a lot of people want to change but they don't really want to change agreed and i think health everything health-wise whether that's physically you know um physically being healthy inner mental emotionally being healthy it all comes down to like your mindset as well and it's like You know if cardio is not working for you like running on the treadmill or something like try something different right something for you make it unique make it your own make it something you like doing so like for me um when i moved out here i made it a point to um i think i've lost like 10 pounds since i've been out here too and just just because i have a healthier lifestyle now but yeah. because i was like okay i'm gonna make it a point to move my body every single day it doesn't have to be cardio it doesn't have to be anything i do a really gentle power flow yoga where i only burn like 100 calories but i'm moving my body yeah and like yesterday i was like i'm gonna take the dogs on a three-mile walk and i took them on the three-mile walk you know or one day i do go for like a two-mile run or whatever but it's just listening to my body and what it needs in that moment and just being like okay like if i need a gentle slow morning then i'm gonna do a gentle slow yoga it's not about how many calories i burn it's not about right you know it's just about feeling good and yeah um And like, that's like one of my goals is just to be like my healthiest mentally, emotionally and and physically, and just doing that by, by listening to my body and what it needs. And, you know, maybe I don't look exactly the way I want to look, but I feel really good. And most, most times. So it's like, you know, just listening to yourself. And I think all of that will come you know i'm not like a health coach or anything but I, that's like yeah. just been my personal experience it's been like just listen to my body listen to my body. absolutely if i feel like doing a hardcore hit today because i'm like just have a lot of emotions built up and everything then yes. i'm gonna go and i'm gonna let it all out and i'm gonna do 45 minutes of hit and get it all fucking out and die on the floor there Yep. you know but it's just like listening listening to my body and like doing the things that feel good and yeah,
0: yeah. You're absolutely right. Because if you're doing 45 minutes of cardio and you're hating every second of it, your body Mm. knows that your body holds Mm -hmm. on to that. I I couldn't agree with you more. We're very similar in that way. Like I, I, my growing up, it was always about being skinny number on the scale, what size clothes you were. And I I focused so much on Mm. calories and cardio. And then when I moved to LA, I completely kind of shifted my perspective and I was like fuck it I just don't have the energy for that like I can't think of, I can't just be all consumed with this anymore and I spent time outside hiking and mm-hmm. taking walks on the beach with my dog and like not tracking calories and not you know tracking cardio minutes and I lost 30 pounds that That's I've awesome that I've kept off for seven years and it's because I let go surrendered. That you surrendered yeah mm-hmm. I just let go I did what I enjoyed I spent time in nature. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it it really makes a big difference where I was fighting my body so much all the time. And then you let go and all of a sudden good things happen.
1: (laughs) And it's also like that. I think just going back to mindset and perspective is that mentality where you're like, I need to lose weight. So I need to do 45 minutes of fasted cardio every single day. Yeah. And you're miserable. Hello. Like if you're miserable doing something, same thing in your job, it's the same thing in a relationship you're yeah. not gonna have good outcomes because you're miserable. Yeah. But if you just listen to like what you want and what's in alignment and like what feels good, then I think things just come more naturally. And maybe you lose weight slower or maybe you don't lose any weight, but you're happy. Yes. And that's yes. and that's what matters. So like for yeah. me, like when I was doing all of that, like when I was moving my body every day, then that encouraged me to eat cleaner. That encouraged mm-hmm. me to wanna like Like, oh, I'm treating my body with the respect it deserves. I don't want to eat McDonald's today. I want to eat. Or, like, I would go get In N Out and I would get, like, a protein style. I would get lettuce wrap and I would get my fries and I would enjoy my meal. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't feel guilty about this. Yeah. I'm allowed to enjoy things. Yeah. You know, but it's like, just listening to yourself and, like what you need and yeah. again if you're doing things that don't make you feel good and are out of alignment like doing cardio or doing yoga if you hate yoga or mm-hmm. whatever then like it's gonna be hard for your manifestation of losing weight or whatever to come through like I even started like rock climbing out here I'm like who the hell would have thought like, I would have rock climbed. Oh you know like I'll do it for like an hour hour and a half and it's just so much fun like yeah I don't think about like what I'm doing or like oh is this really cardio or is this this no I'm just moving my body I'm having fun I do it with a friend like yeah you know it's just it's just fun and I think again just finding things that are in alignment with you and what make you happy um whether that's hobbies activities and just things in general in life that like bring you the joys in life and yeah life is too short to not enjoy enjoy so it's like why are you you know, I understand people get stuck in jobs because they could pay bills and stuff. And yeah, and just a lot of factors that go in. I don't want anyone to feel like just because you're unhappy, leave everything. And, you right, know, but right. do you can take as,
0: small steps to make a change
1: eventually. Right. You know, there's always something that you can that do you today. Want. Yeah, yeah, and just co-create that life that you want. So, you know, for me, I was just in a horrible, horrible place without realizing I was in a horrible place. And once I started doing the work, um, my sister actually found the work and, and called me cause I've always been like a little bit more spiritual. Um, mm-hmm. and she called me cause I've always been into journaling and self-help and things like that. So yeah. she called me and said, oh, look, I found this program. My friend found it and showed me, and I think like, you'd be really interested in it. Like we should do it together. And I was like, okay. And so I signed up for it with her and we started doing it and talking about the tea- to be magnetic, um, and then, like, right when I started doing the work, I got into that really bad rock bottom where I got hit by a car and I broke my collarbone Yeah. on my bike and I was out for eight weeks. And I just really spent a lot of that time being in a lot of self-pity, number one, because I couldn't do anything for myself. Mm-hmm. So, again, like, I'm human. I fluctuate. I'm not always right. 100% happy or, like, whatever. But it's, you know, taking those moments and you feel those feelings because you're yeah. allowed to feel guilty. You're allowed to feel pity. You're allowed to feel those things. But then doing something about that. And then I just right. really dove into a lot of the work and was like, this is my chance to like turn things around for myself. The universe has given me eight freaking weeks yeah. where I don't have to go into work where <laughs> I hate and to figure <laughs> out what I want to do. Yeah. And that, and you, that you I took that
0: out, opportunity. Yeah.
1: I was like, either I can spend these eight weeks, you know, at home, eating, drinking. Watching TV, doing nothing, or I can like put it into figuring out shit. And yeah. uh, while I was still like in my sling and everything, I got a job at the plant store. Like, Amazing. I went,
0: watched-
1: I like talked to the the owner, I was like, Are you guys hiring? Came back for my interview, still in my sling. And he was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, me. So I get my sling off this week. Like, how in like a week? He's like, Yeah, you're hired. And like, it. Yeah, and I even, he even offered me a pay and i was like i can't accept anything under i i don't remember what it was at the time i want to say like 20. um he was like okay let's do 19. and i was like perfect so like even then like i didn't settle for like what i wanted and yeah um yeah and i just really used that time to cultivate a different um mindset and that's, that's kind of where it all started and then mm-hmm. i just kept reading a lot i read a lot listen to podcasts a lot um mm-hmm not as much right now just because i'm so busy with the store and and stuff. but um that's something that i'm actually trying to bring back into my life is that that work-life balance because yeah you spend so much time working on your business that it's so easy to forget about yourself and not pour into yourself and i think that's what's happening with me right now is that i'm in like this burnout phase where i'm like not doing anything for myself and i'm like And I'm feeling that I'm feeling that my body and feeling that mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so this is like a a sign, like Megan, if you're checking yourself. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I like that though. Yeah. It it sounds like throughout the course of, you know, the last five, 10 years, you're always checking yourself. Like you get to a place where you're like, "Mm, Nope, got to take a pause, see what's going Mm -hmm. on here, reevaluate and then change course. And I think, that's so important because even when things, you know, your dreams are coming true and you're living out your manifestation and you've got this amazing store with these people that you really enjoy working with and things are happening. Like you still have to check yourself and be like, I need, I need to take a break. I need to recenter, ground myself, spend some time alone with myself. And, and I, I think that's really probably helped you a lot along the way where you're able to kind of take a pause and check yourself. Like, what am I doing in this moment what do
1: I want to do going forward and then kind of work with that yeah I know a lot of us feel burnout from our jobs Mm -hmm. and working nine to five I remember getting home from work and just being so tired I would make a quick dinner sit on the couch watch tv eat dinner and like go to bed yeah I wouldn't do anything for myself and that's kind of the cycle I'm going back into right now because I get up I take care of the dogs i depending what time i wake up because it's been so hard for me to even wake up lately but i'm yeah. just trying to honor the phase that i'm in and be like okay my body's tired if it doesn't want to wake up mm-hmm. at 6 37 in the morning i'm gonna sleep until 8 30 that yeah. if that means i don't get to do all my morning routine then you have to you know it. what what works yeah. for you so if i'm like my mm-hmm. body's this exhausted i i'm snoozing my alarm which i never used to do then like mm-hmm. i need to just listen to myself yeah rest so I'm letting myself snooze till 8 8 15 8 30 get up take care of the dogs and if i have time to have my hot water and read some of my book or journal yeah. or meditate one of those four i have to do every morning yeah which one i try to do all so four but like, mm-hmm. i try to do all four but like i said it's been hard for me so just think okay um if i'm feeling a little emotionally all out of whack then I'll probably sit down and meditate or I'll journal and get how I'm feeling out on paper yeah. um or if I wake up and I feel good then I'll read because I can concentrate you know if yeah. I'm all out of whack and I'm thinking about work and everything there's no way I can read read my book and actually yeah you have to get it all out first and then you can yeah. have that calm state of mind yeah so just being patient with myself and being like okay um what do I need this morning and doing one of those four things that make me feel good or if i have time to go for a walk or workout too in the morning like doing that then yeah and then when i get home doing one of those four things as well whether that's yeah. you know journaling taking a bath or working out whatever but doing something for myself and i'm trying to get back into that get on a routine yeah. because my life has changed so much in the past month and a half i mm-hmm. went from you know um moving like changing where I lived, and then obviously be unemployed. So I had like two months of not working. So I had mm-hmm. all the free time in the friggin' world. I would wake up yeah. and read for an hour every morning. I'm like, oh my god, that's nice. so yeah, you know? <laughs> I can't do that anymore. But yeah. you know, and then I w- I went from um, moving out of my parents' house to having our own house, and then just uh, working. But I was only working three days a week, which was so nice. I was working two doubles and one one regular shift at the restaurant. Able yeah. to pay all my bills, was working three shifts a week, and had four what was that four or five yeah four days a week that I was able to just do whatever I wanted. And so now yeah. it's a phase where I'm like working a lot more, and so just finding again and it takes time, but a routine, trying to build a routine back into my yeah. life. It's hard to do, but um, it makes you feel so much better. Yeah, and like, you can, it's always evolving.
0: Your routine yeah. will always change because your life is always going to be changing. Yeah, and so you're always changing. having that flexibility. Yeah, giving yeah. yourself that that grace to do things differently depending on where you are.
1: Yeah, and you're always changing as a person. So, what once yeah. felt good might not feel good. In yeah, you, like Very sleeping true. in, or you know, like whatever it is. But yeah, um, I used to wake up every morning and have like two cups of coffee and sit on the patio. I don't drink coffee anymore. I have like hot water and I like sit on the couch and I'll read my book. Like it's always changing as you're changing as well. Because I mean, that's the whole point of all this work is that you're. Thank goodness.
0: Right. (laughs) I don't want to be who I was just going to go. Oh my God. (laughs) Thank God. My mornings used to look a lot different.
1: (laughs) I know. And that's how I, I literally was journaling that yesterday and I'm like, you know you're doing all this work doing all this work and you finally think like oh okay like yeah i'm good i'm good and all of a sudden the universe is like psych bitch and like yeah. here's <laughs> another pattern or another you're ready something and i'm just like oh my god i just want to break yeah. i just want to break yeah. but i think that's part of the work is um is. things are always going to come up and you're always gonna have to evolve and grow and just kind of go with the flow and yeah i don't yeah. think the work ever really stops no,
0: and and I'm so grateful that it doesn't. You know, I love that we always have the opportunity to continue to grow and evolve. That we don't have to stay yeah. stagnant. We don't have to be who we were yesterday. And mm-hmm. I love that. Um, you are such an inspiration. I wish Thank we lived you. close so we could like get coffee and talk about this and journal together every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> where can everyone find you? So I think it's so cool that you've got your shop, and I am like. I am trying so hard to be a plant mom and I'm just not good at it, but I'm going to get some inspiration from your Instagram. So where can I find you? Can they order from your store too, or is it local only? Tell us everything.
1: So right now it's local only. I'm working on building a website for the holidays Mm. and stuff. And um, just as I'm figuring out my own, um, my own, journey I have the store and then I'm kind of realizing that maybe I don't like having a brick and mortar and having yeah. to be confined to a certain space every single day. So again I have this manifestation but things change. Yeah. So allowing that to change and pivoting and um not giving up so easily but just changing my direction a little bit. So yeah. local only but I'm in the process of building a website so that if I don't want to go into the store, like yesterday, right, I'm having a day where I need to myself, I'm still making yeah. online sales. So it doesn't right. matter if the open or not, right? Yeah. So pivoting. So right now, um, it is only local, but hopefully by the end of October, I'll have a store up for the holidays. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, it was something I was resisting for a really long time. Um, I just hate the whole process because I started in my garage doing only online and yeah, USPS is a freaking nightmare and (laughs) shipping is a freaking nightmare so trying to get all that ready before I just open the doors to that and then being like overwhelmed because I don't have anything figured out yet yeah so um I'll have my online store launch by the end of this month I'm um Trying to do trying to figure out what feels more authentic to me plants were a big part of my spiritual journey um mm-hmm. and meditative like kind of journey too like i would wake up every morning like water them i had like over 80 plants in the house when i lived in wow San oh my gosh how yeah. cool so including like my patio and like inside i just had yeah and um and it was a part of like my little like meditation was waking up watering my outside plants trimming them and misting things or spraying them whatever yeah. um so I just think plants are such a, a huge part of obviously mother nature and there's, there's like beautiful, bring this whole spiritual aspect into our everyday lives that I think when you live in a big city that you're missing sometimes.
0: Yes. I agree. Yeah. So um, it brings such
1: like a it yeah. brings life, life energy to, yeah. a space. to know that you're growing something Caring in the cabin, for them. creating with the universe. Um, yeah. It all meshes together. So my Instagram's oddity, um, apothecary co Mm -hmm. and um, I'm on there again. I'll be posting everything. I post everything on there, so. Okay, and I'll share that in the notes too. Yeah, I would love that. So my online store is up. I'll be posting that and everything. Um, Yeah, it's just been been a journey. I'm trying to figure out, um, you know, where I want to take this, where I want to go. I have this manifestation, and I feel like I'm supposed to be enthralled by it, which I am, but then it's also just doing everything by yourself, and have yeah. like, a physical location, you know. I don't offer services or anything. I right. offer products, and it's a whole different beast. Yeah, um, to kind of navigate that um, has been really kind of hard for me. And I want this. I think we all kind of want instant gratification, yeah, of course. So <laughs> I open my store, and I don't have that instant success, and I'm just yeah. like, what, what the fuck is going on? And it's yeah. really hard to pay my bills and to have things come. So just trying to like pivot be open to what the universe wants to bring for me in terms of success it doesn't maybe yeah. my success doesn't come from my brick and mortar. maybe it comes from yeah. my online store maybe it comes from whatever avenue and other uh, avenue i can go from it so being open to that um i yeah. think it might be pivoting like sometime in the future cool. but yeah okay We'll keep an eye
0: out, I'll be following along. So yeah. um, I'm excited to see what you do. And I love that, you know, you can always change direction. Maybe the store was what leads you to exactly. knowing that you want to try the online space again. And then that, you know, is, it, so I, I love that. Continue to evolve and I'll be following and along, i
1: Yeah, yeah, Continue let it happen. Surrender and just let it happen. Maybe like you said, like this was the door that opened me to what I'm supposed to yeah. really be doing. And it's all stepping stones to get to where you yeah. want to be and just being patient. And going with it, not giving up so easily, because that's also my MO, is I get frustrated and I throw it on the towel yeah. real quick. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't have instant success or I don't have instant weight loss. I don't have instant this, this, this. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta to- see it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> trying to change that way of thinking. Um, I know, I really wish I was in. Are you in LA? Yeah, I am. yeah. Yeah, we'll have of LA to come are you visit.
0: In? We're in the yeah, Valley, we're in Sherman Oaks.
1: Two of my sisters live there. so. No way. Let yeah, let me know. Well, one lives in Echo. Echo Park.
0: Echo Park. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, by. my other sister lives in uh,
1: Culver City.
0: Oh my gosh, like so close to me. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, when you yeah, come visit, yeah, yeah. you have to let me know. I will definitely. Awesome. Yeah. This was so great. Thank you so much. No, I appreciate. it. Thank you for this. having and me. We could. I feel like we could talk for another hour easily. <laughs> we'll have to do it again. We'll <laughs> definitely get together when you come to visit your sister. Yes, that's very cool. All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon and take care. And yeah, um, have a great day. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to rate and review and also follow along on Instagram at holistic.w.chcristin and I will see you soon.